Hey, what is going on? This is Derek. This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. This is a triggered podcast um, that I feel I must go a little bit deeper that I owe uh, the commenter a little bit more explanation as to why I posted what I posted. But her response to um, my post and the comments that I was exchanging back and forth to her um, you know, made a lot of sense, and I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna own up to it that I made a mistake, and I should go a little bit more deeper. So my post says uh, it was what we had for dinner last night, which was a um, turkey leg or a drumstick. No, not a turkey leg, a drumstick, and just a big old fat piece of turkey and a small amount of real russet potatoes. They weren't uh, fake potatoes. Um, Her name is Millie. Millie, thank you very much. I don't want you to think that um, it's bad how we exchanged, how we did, but I wanted to try to communicate with you the method to my madness and why I said what I said. Um, In my post, I said, uh, yes, I I ate it all, meaning the food. Yes, it took three hours, but the amount of nutrients my 47-year-old body received for my pre-Thanksgiving feast will produce grand results, and it will. I'm going to get into that really quick, but I don't got a lot of time. So, And she came back and said, that's good for you. I just don't think it's a great idea to be eating that much. <clears throat> like, what's the point of having surgery? <clears throat> Excuse me. If you want to eat that much food again, eat to each their own. I'm not having a go at you. Just worry about confusing uh, some vulnerable people. And you've got a great point. Um, So, see, it's it's this type of engagement that I get that triggers triggers a response like this, of course, because I need to get into it a little little bit more deeper and explain a little bit better because there's just a lot of miscommunication set up and it's kind of taken as, like, me trying to bully or me trying to, you know, over you know, be the one that's right. Instead, I should be explaining more. So I do thank you for this. And I will change my post going forward, change the way how I post going forward for this specific reason. So I'm grateful for your feedback and the engagement that you made on the post. Um, First of all, I spend a lot of time, a lot of time. Actually, it's my job. I spend 90% of my free time in the bariatric community, whether that's TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, or LinkedIn, anywhere. Um, and so, which has created a little bit of sense in the fact that I see things differently than a lot of people do, because a lot of people really only see what they've been taught via what they see. Great example. People going out pre-surgery preparing for my liquid diet they buy nine cases of uh premier protein they uh buy another five cases of the uh you know the, the vitamin water or whatever and they think that's the correct way to eat after weight loss surgery or even before before your surgery if your doctor is instructing you to do that before surgery if your doctor is instructing you to consume your calories like that after, especially after weight loss surgery, you really need to go to your doctor and ask them why they're asking you to consume calories via 
liquid. Now, I, the liquid phase, I get it. You need to go from the liquid phase to the soft, soft phase to the hard phase and so on, so on, so on. However, there is so many posts on social media that talks about what people are eating. I mean, if you think about it in a perspective, hold up. If you think about it in a perspective of what you see online and how vulnerable people are, it's like, great example, Dr. Vong, his big ass salad uh, program. Eat two big ass salads during the day and then a uh, meal, protein, high protein meal at night. That should, uh, no, 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 no. That is the wrong thing you should be doing to lose weight because what you're doing is you're restricting your calories you're restricting your calories and at the same time you're causing your metabolism to take a dive your body will only feed off your body fat for so long after it stops feeding off your body fat which is depending on how active you are isn't very long at all i mean 30 minutes tops and that's if you're being you know moderately active if you're being very active 45 minutes after it, after that time, that that window, your body starts feeding on your muscle mass. When your body starts feeding on your muscle mass, your muscle mass drops. When your muscle mass drops, so does your metabolism and your ability to lose weight and feel great. If you have a low metabolism, you're going to be tired all the time, um, depressed, anxiety, blood pressure is going to be affected. Everything is just so many problems. So. From a perspective of vulnerable people, the entire community is vulnerable because they are not educated to what it means to eat healthy after weight loss surgery. So, so to answer uh, your comment, what is the purpose of having weight loss surgery uh, if you're going to eat that much again? Well, honestly, as a 47-year-old man, my BMR, my basal metabolic rate, which is what my body needs every single day to have regular function, brain function, lung function, heart function, uh, muscle, muscular and skeletal function, um, cell production, needs 1,856 calories a day. 18,500, well, okay, eight, we're just gonna, we're gonna lie it down to 1,800. 1800 calories a day for an RNY seven year post patient is impossible. It is so hard to reach that. Sometimes I don't reach it. A lot of the times I don't reach it, but I shoot for that. What's important when it comes to your basal metabolic rate is when you have your basic, your, your basal, basal metabolic rate, when you go under your basal metabolic rate is when you lose fat. It's when your body burns fat. But if you go too far under, so if, if you have this, this calorie deficit too far, so let's say uh, you are your basal metabolic rate is 1,400, 1,500. Sharice could figure it out for you if you need, need, need it to be done. Um, if it goes too far, it's, your body's going to go into starvation. Your body's going to start feeding off your muscle mass small amounts of bone mass some fat you're just, it's going to make you feel like shit and your body's not 
getting the nutrients it needs. Your teeth are gonna fall out. And I don't know, you guys have seen my smile. You've seen me on video. You've seen my smile. I have, I'm running out of teeth. My skin looks like shit. My hair looks like shit. And this is all because I was under the, the, uh, the concept and the idea in the beginning of my weight loss surgery that eating less was what I needed to do. So at seven years post, even at four years post, even at three years post, you need to find out what your basal metabolic rate and then you need to shoot for those numbers. The reason I had surgery was to lose weight. That's it. Not make it so I couldn't eat and continue to drop weight. Because if you're, if you're having surgery to lessen how much food you can eat, you're greatly misinformed to how important nutrients is to your body when as we grow older your body is going to just start taking a shit on you plain and simple you're going to lose your teeth your hair is going to look like shit your skin's going to look like shit you're going to be miserable you're going to create these uh mental health issues like i did a lot of really disgusting bad mental health issues are going to come from how you see yourself visually so what I'm trying to educate via this podcast is the fact that it has nothing to do with how many calories or how much you should be eating and has everything to do with the nutrients that you're putting into your body. If you look at my plate from last night, 90% protein, 10% carbs. That's it. And it did. It took me three hours. It took me a good three hours. It didn't stretch my pouch. I would eat probably a small portion. Because sometimes I have a hard time with turkey. I have to eat dark meat. I can't eat. I really can't eat um, the white meat from the turkey because it is usually like makes me dump. So I have to eat the dark meat. Um, <clears throat> and the nutrients probably that that meal itself was probably. I'm going to say, I'm not, you know, we didn't do the macros on it because the, I didn't know I'd run into this type of issue, but it's probably going to be about, and this is just a ballpark figure, probably about 40 grams of protein, maybe 45 grams of protein with all the meat that was on there um, and the amount, because that was a big ass drumstick. Um... <clears throat> I get all of my protein from food. I have not had a shake in years. I do not drink my protein. I don't drink. I turn my heater up. It's 33 degrees in this freaking. 30, excuse me, 32 degrees uh, in Salt Lake. So I'm freezing my ass off. Uh, <clears throat> where was I? Yeah. So all of my food. Excuse me. All of my protein, my fats, my carbohydrates, even my micronutrients comes from food on the on the on the on the part of the comment where um this young lady said that vulnerable people our goal is to make people less vulnerable and more educated it is so important and this is why we say you need to dig in after you have weight loss surgery and study, 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 research, 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 because it'll, first of all, it's going to save you 
a ton of money. It's going to save you, save you a ton of money. It's going to save you a ton of mental health issues that may or may not happen. And when I say it's going to save you money, because you're not going out and you're paying somebody to do the work for you. People need to understand and know that instead, of, if they feel vulnerable around food, that they need to educate themselves on what they need to be eating. And it starts by just research, researching YouTube videos. I, I get a majority of my information from listening and not watching videos because I don't have a lot of time to do shit. I don't like reading. I listen to a lot, a lot of audiobooks. I listen to, uh, <clears throat> sometimes I'll download YouTubes or I'll, let, I'll leave them running on my phone why I have my headphones in and I educate myself that way. Other than that, I'm married to a nutritionist. So again, with that being said, to respond to this comment in a more, how would I say this, more, um, a little bit deeper into this comment because it's important that as a follower of mine, you understand that the purpose behind surgery is to live a healthier life. It's not to cut down your food intake. When you say that to each their own, no, this is how the human body functions. This is how the human body needs to be prosperous, needs to be, um, what would be a good word for this? This is how the human body needs have progress I hear a lot of people come out and say in some of their, their their posts that it depends what your plan is no your plan everybody's plan should be the same every surgeon is different if your surgeon has you on a liquid plan or they have you on a drink three premier proteins a day and do this that is ridiculous and you should question your surgeon on that because you should not be getting your nutrients from drinks, especially. Sorry, a phone call came in. I have to be going. I'm uh, looking out the network. So, I need to.
I thank you for the comment and response. I want to make sure I want to get into a little bit more deeper into this. And I, going forward, will make sure I get into a better explanation.